Hello, hello, leaders. This is another episode of The Learning Curve, and I am your host, Laura Curvin. Okay, so today on Flip the Script Friday, we're going to look at a little pushback against over positivity. Or there's actually a technical term for it, artificial harmony. Listen, I don't think anyone would disagree that conflict is not fun. But I'm telling you, artificial harmony can do more damage behind the scenes. Guys, if no one is disagreeing in your organization, you might be suffering from false harmony. And this false harmony, it's dangerous. I mean, this is the kind of thing that leads to people not doing the job you're paying them to do or the job that they think they've signed up for. It's bad. This this stuff is happening. You know, people not doing what you want them or expect them to do. And nobody's talking about it. And nobody's talking about it because of a fear of conflict. Artificial harmony is the silent killer of cohesion, which is deeply ironic. And, and that will definitely be a, a character characteristic for Flip the Script Fridays. Um, irony. <laughs> because there is this idea that if there's a lack of conflict, then we can have cohesion. That cohesion happens where there isn't conflict. And that's just simply not true. Artificial harmony happens in the absence of trust. I don't know you. Maybe we had a little bit of tension. I perceived a problem or you perceived a problem. And one of us was incorrect. And then we go our separate ways, enter our little silos and pretend it's all good. Because we don't trust each other enough to address it, it being the source of tension, the problem, whatever. I want you to picture a spectrum or just picture, I'm going to do some word painting now, okay? On one screen, I want you to visualize dark storm clouds and a tornado in the distance. This is dark, stormy, gloomy, destructive weather happening, okay? And then on the opposite screen, I've just decided this is a three monitor setup. (laughs) So on the opposite screen, We have sunshine beaming through, uh, beaming through green trees and a pegasus flying overhead. 
So on the left monitor, that is destructive conflict. It's disrespect, aggression, bullying, mean-spiritedness, political gossiping. That is destructive conflict. On the right monitor, the Pegasus flying through a rainbow, that's false harmony. In the middle monitor, we have healthy conflict. I'm just going to, let's say it's a, I should have probably come, come up with this first, but, um, you know, a nice pasture, a, a sunlit, maybe a few wispy clouds just to give you a breeze. It is lovely, perfect 70 degrees, whatever your perfect temperature is, that's mine. That's the middle screen. So I want to be really clear that uh, calling out false harmony as, you know, Pegasus and rainbows um, does not mean that anyone is suggesting a conflict-happy environment or any kind of environment where negativity runs rampant, right? So there's destructive conflict and there's healthy conflict. And zero conflict is not healthy. It's just, it might be calmer. It might seem calmer. But here's some other ways it might seem. Some symptoms of false harmony People work in silos. There's a lack of cross-pollination, a lack of communication. When we keep thoughts and feelings to ourselves, we can't build camaraderie. Without camaraderie, we lack cohesion. So another symptom of false harmony is underperformance. People not doing what you want, not doing what you hired them to do, and not surprisingly, another symptom of false harmony is a lack of innovation. You can't have innovation without vulnerability, and vulnerability happens when people feel safe, when they feel like it's okay to take risk, that it's, it's okay to fail. I mean, this is all uh, relative, right? But fail in this context could simply mean fail at, um, agreeing with someone. If you're afraid to fail or afraid to speak up, you're just going along to get along. And if that is the pervasive attitude, it's false and it's dangerous. Dangerous to any business that wants to innovate and 
cultivate performance power. So let's talk about four ways to combat false harmony. Number one, talk about it. Just talk about it. You, the leader, share your concerns and ideas about getting the team towards the center between destructive conflict and false harmony. Just share your concerns. Share your hopes. Share your insecurities about the whole thing. Because when people see their leader willing to be vulnerable, they're more willing to be vulnerable. The second way that you can combat false harmony is to engage your detractors and leverage promoters. Make it okay to disagree. And going back to the first point, share the way that you expect people to disagree. Encourage respectful dissent. Encourage people to speak up if they disagree and have something to add. Encourage healthy debate. Make passionate discussions one of your company's cultural norms. The third tip for combating false harmony is to create more opportunities for more two-way communication. Meaning, if your engagement with your uh, employee base is mostly one way, meaning you're sending uh, communications out or they're watching videos of you, um, that's command and follow. Whereas two-way communication is about inspiring and listening. So if you're skewed heavily towards one-way command and follow type communication right now, just commit to a small incremental step. Next week, what can you do? What opportunity can you find to have a two-way communication flow? You don't have to change everything at once, but you do have to invest in changing some of the uh, some of the siloed under communication that contributes to artificial harmony. And today's the fourth tip for today's um, topic: combating false harmony is to embrace the messenger of hard truth. Embrace the messenger. Don't just acknowledge it. When someone on your team comes to you with a hard truth, it could be bad news, uh, you know, maybe um, 
a, a metric isn't getting met or is not on track. Um, maybe it's disagreeing with a, a suggestion or a request from you. Don't just acknowledge it. And I can tell you in um, one of my previous jobs, there was a lot of lip service given to coaching up. A lot of lip service. <laughs> um, people were, quote unquote, I'm using big old air quotes right now, were encouraged to coach up. Coach in all directions because we want to give feedback. So the coaches, the recipient of feedback, the, um, the, the standard reply was to say, thank you for that. And sometimes, occasionally, that would have been pretty much all that, that was warranted. But I think, um, more often than not, that was insufficient. But that was pretty much all that was said. Oh, okay, thanks for that. It's just essentially a um, a quick way of acknowledging it. Um, and it keeps, it, it did at least serve the purpose of keeping the recipient of whatever tough feedback may have just been delivered. It did do the job of keeping that person out of defense. Okay, thank you for that. Instead of, well, what do you mean? Well, I don't, well, you know. Um, so it's better than defensiveness, right? Thanking them. Um, but I would say that that's, that is just a simple acknowledgement. If you really want to get out of uh, an environment of false harmony and encourage vulnerability and encourage coaching in all directions and encourage healthy engagement where people trust each other, trust each other enough to share honest truths that really help people grow and learn because they know that everyone around them has their back and they're not they're not sharing hard truths with an intention to tear down but the opposite to build up if that's what you want then just acknowledging a hard truth is not enough you you've got to embrace it you need to to thank them more authentically uh and it, this doesn't have to be, um, you know, a soapbox speech, but it could just be as simple as, hey, thank you for telling me. Thank you for telling me that. That took some guts I, and I appreciate it. I don't know, you know, I need some time to process it, whatever applies, I'm <laughs> obviously. But, you know, if it's somebody disagreeing with, say, a direction that you have put out there. And they push back. And especially if you can tell it was hard for them. Acknowledge it. Thank them. Thank them for stepping up and being honest. Even though it wasn't easy to do. And, you know, if you don't, I, if you don't disagree or if you don't agree, you don't have to pretend to agree. Again, this is about respectful dissent and 
people being real with each other respectfully because they trust each other. So generating that kind of trust starts with you. So you have to demonstrate your ability to accept it and other people will follow suit. And, you know, and if it's not a big deal, if you get some constructive feedback that really wasn't, even if if it seemed hard for the person to share it, but it wasn't a big deal, you know, respond accordingly so that people do not walk around looking at feedback as this big, hairy thing that is scary all the time. Make it not scary all the time. Okay, so those are the four tips for combating false harmony. Talk about it. Talk about what you want to do. Talk about the kind of environment and culture that you want to create and any concerns you have. And, you know, engage your team for uh, their ideas on how to combat false harmony. Engage your detractors. Encourage respectful dissent and healthy debate. Look for opportunities for more two-way communication so you can move out of command and follow and listen and inspire. Do more of that. And lastly, embrace the messenger of hard truth. That's it for today, folks. Thanks so much for listening. I would love to hear your stories about false harmony environments your experiences with working in that kind of environment, its effect on you. If you have concerns that maybe you have an environment that is um, suffering from false harmony, I would love to hear about that as well. Just shoot me a line at laura at curvensites.com. That's my name, L-A-U-R-A at my last name, Curvin, C-U-R, V as in Victor, I-N as in nurse, sites as in, we're seeing them, seeing the sites, C-U-R-V-I-N-S-I-G-H-T-S dot com. Thanks for listening.